Joining me now in studio, he is from DKPittsburghSports.com. He is Serbian reactionary Dejan Kovacevic. Uh, Dejan, what's your take on baseball trying to clean up the use of stick'em by the pitchers? Because it's not going too good so far. Well, I think it's going well if they stop the pitchers from using it. If the pitchers are going to make a spectacle of themselves, like a couple of them did last night uh, in particular, and this is the one that didn't get much attention, Sergio Romo. Out in Oakland. Yeah, the guy who dropped his pants. Dropped his pants. I mean, you should have been ejected. Should have been ejected right then and there. What were they thinking and not reacting to that? Meaning the umpires, he practically threw his hat at the ump. Uh, That's when you throw the guy out. And if you're Manfred, this is when you, meaning Rob Manfred, of course, the commissioner, you have to hold fast to this. They're cheating, Mark. They're cheating. This is a rule. I know, I know, and I agree. I think they could handle it better. I think they could search the pitcher out of view. I think that Joe Girardi, the Phillies manager, should not be allowed to Absolutely. ask for a search. I thought Scherzer was hard done by there. And obviously, they allowed this for so long, and now they're making a major change in the middle of the season. I think you do need to eradicate cheating because that's what it is, but they couldn't be handling it any worse. No, it's uh, the idea of doing this... In full view, I agree with you on that, is a really rotten look. But I also don't have an alternative here. What are you going to put up, like an NFL-type tent? No, no, take them, to, take them down the uh, the hallway from the dugout to the locker room. With the umpires, because yep. you're entrusting the umpires to do this. Now the game's going to be that much longer delayed, though. You know what? You it know? won't be that much longer delayed where it's, it's, it's worth giving the pitcher a little dignity. You're treating him like a criminal in front of everybody. Okay, so third base umpire, first base umpire is what you're saying, basically. One yep. to each team. Yep. Okay, well, I mean, I, I could get, you know, you could go down to a tunnel, make sure there are no cameras and whatever else here. Because, look, there's a lot of lousy optics to this. Okay, I'll, I'll acknowledge that. No kidding. Okay. Why don't they just inspect the baseballs? The baseballs are where the evidence is. Uh not necessarily, because you know, if you think about it, now you got to trace the evidence. Who was the last one to touch the ball? Where was it? And everything else here. This way, you're finding it right on the Take player's. Take the ball person. right from the pitcher's hand. Look, this is gonna. I, my biggest thing here is that they eliminate the cheating because these games, and I know you agree on this, these games have been awful. Well, it's not just because the cheating, though, Dejan. It's not just it's a the lot spin of it. rate. No, no, it, it's 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 the way hitting's taught. It's the launch angle. It's it's working the count. Everything about the efficiency of baseball sabotages the entertainment value. Know, but good luck trying to solve that. What do you do? What do you do? Move the move the in mound my case, back? Not watch. Okay. Well, for everybody else's case, move the mound well, back. Well, I think what a lot of people have and will stop watching. You know, I mean, I, I agree. But again, I'm talking about a solution here. I love baseball. Ba- I, I, baseball I needs see to get succeed. its head out of its own ass, like. Football never sabotages itself. Football isn't allowed to. I agree. To. They value the entertainment. Always, right, exactly. Yep. Why doesn't baseball? Because Why doesn't hockey? Why doesn't basketball? Baseball lives in its own world, Mark. Why is baseball the only sport without a salary cap? And why do they not even see that as a problem yeah, when but it's let's, very let's visibly not, a problem? Let's not open that can. We're going to be one. In baseball, it's never going to be something I watch on a regular basis again. Now, let's get to the Pirates, who I also will never watch on a regular basis again. Uh, what year will the Pirates be, say, a 500 team again? Because I've seen some media types projecting that they might be okay by 2023, which is just two years away, and I don't see that. Yeah, I'm not sure what projection you're referring to there. I, I think that uh, when you look at the the way this organization is set up right now, the bulk of their pitching, the starting pitching, is in high A. 
So you're talking about a couple of years for those guys to get here. You could have a Rowanzi Contreras who's looking really, really good in Indianapolis, throwing 100 miles an hour. You could have him be part of the rotation next year. But there's not a whole lot of other guys in that in that context. You know what I mean? Look at the current rotation. Who do you see as being part of the future? I see JT Brubaker and really nobody else. Well, that, that's, that's my point. It's about point. pitching. It's about pitching, That's Mark. my point. Yeah. But let, let, Well, let's look at the bats, too. And they're going to be good again. Yeah. Who's going to be their best player? Because I don't see a single player that's going to be as good as, say, Andrew McCutcheon. I just don't. That includes really? Key Brian Hayes. Why? I just don't think he's as good as Andrew McCutcheon. Okay, well, maybe he isn't. But Brian uh, Brian Reynolds right now is one of the top ten hitters, uh, offensive producers in all of baseball. Uh, Adam Frazier, who might or might not be here, and actually if the Pirates are doing this right, he wouldn't be here after well, yeah, the so trade forget, deadline. Forget about him. Is okay. Brian Reynolds really that good? I mean, does he have enough power? To be good enough he's within the context it. of the way the game is now? Yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's showing that this year. Really, how many the, home runs are you going to hit this year? I don't know. I mean, like 20? You know? Not enough. What, what do you want him to hit? 30? 35? Oh. That's the way the game is now. <laughs> okay. no, That's isn't. the way the game is now. No, it isn't. Not not. I mean, not in every ballpark. It's just not. Oy. Okay? No, but it's not. The numbers wouldn't back you on that. Uh, I think if you can have if, – if, you, if you're talking about players, offensive players – who can be really, really good for the Pirates in the future. You're talking about those two guys principally. Uh, they have others. But again, when you're asking about a timetable, which I think you are, you're getting down to you're getting down to A ball. So what's the timetable? You tell me. What's the earliest this team can be, say, 500? You said 500. I have no doubt in my mind they can do that in 2023. None whatsoever. But they can be 500? Yeah. Really? Yeah, really. Well, we've got to bet on that at some point because there's just no way. Now, it was 500 in April. <laughs> How's it gone since then? I just wanted to get that look. How's it gone since then? Oh, my. Now, now talk about Sheltie. Is Sheltie just a placeholder or is he the long-term manager? Why do you call him Sheltie in some derogatory way? That's his nickname. Why do you do that? I don't know. I think it's unprofessional that the the media. uh, Sheltie, Sheltie. What's up, Sheltie? And, And I've heard you call Mike Sullivan Sully. No, I call him Coach. I've heard you call him coach as well, but I've heard you refer to him as Sully. In conversation? with Yeah, I, sure. I've never called him Sully in, in conversation. Well, ever. okay, we're talking about the difference between press conferences and so forth. Derek Shelton refers to himself as Sheltie. That's anyway, just how he signs his name. Is he going to be the manager when the team's any good, if indeed it ever is? Uh, well, I, I think so. I, I think you don't, bring a guy, you don't bring a guy along and then say, hey, by the way, as soon as we get good, you're out of here. Um, we have seen scenarios like that before with the Pirates. That's what happened with John Russell. Uh, Derek Shelton, and I know why you're asking, because he had a pretty rough week uh, in terms of pitcher management, and he kind of did again today with yeah, leaving but, Chase DeYoung. Yeah, but I, but I feel it. bad. Like, I'll give you an example. But it's tough. I mean, Well, yeah, like a couple of the pitching changes he made recently at least yeah. didn't make by rote. He manages too much one-size-fits-all, which I don't like. So I can't, I can't blame him when he goes off his own beaten path and it doesn't go well. Yeah, my biggest problem with the JT Brubaker pool, principally, is that when you're managing a team at this stage, Mark, you always have to have one eye on the future. You can't just be managing for that day. J.T. Brubaker had earned the right to throw to that left-handed batter. Well, he had only thrown 70-some-odd pitches, 70, 72 pitches before the at-bat, And you want to go lefty-lefty, but you're not bringing in Sandy Koufax either. Well, no, he didn't even have his lefty because Sam Howard went on the uh, on the I.L. earlier that day, so he brought in Chase and Shreve. Now, Shreve gets a ground ball that could have gone right to an infielder, and none of us would have even been talking about it, but that's not the point. Brubaker had earned facing that batter. 
the Pirates have more to gain by building up Brubaker, their best starter, than they do by winning that game. Uh, who are they going to take with that number one pick overall, which is the topic du jour, every jour? Who should they take? And how the frig can they not take one of the pitchers from Vanderbilt? You talk about the lack of pitching moving forward. There's a guy who could be a number one or two starter. You talking about Jack Leiter? Either one. Either one. Um, I'm with you. I, want I, the I think Leiter probably has uh, risen above Rocker, hasn't he? Leiter has, yeah. Uh, my issue. How old is he? He's 22. How can you not take him? I, you know, okay, here's my thing. I actually want pitchers as well. Um, I, I believe that it's very, very hard for a low-revenue, low-spending team to get starting pitching through. Can't Eddie, trade for one, can't get him in free agency. You can't get him any other way. The only way the Pirates got them in the past was by drafting Garrett Cole, number one overall, et cetera, yes. et cetera. Okay? So, yes, I'm in favor of the pitchers, but every single scouting service everywhere has these other guys moving up ahead of him, um, particularly the high school shortstops. What I don't like about that, obviously, high school shortstops are going to take a lot longer to get here. What I really don't like about it, Mark, is that I don't hear much about these shortstops that suggests that they're special. Do you know what I'm saying? And if they're just better than the pitchers, I'm still more interested in the pitchers. Well, everything you've said makes me question their motivation if they take the high school shortstop. Eh, you're going to get into the conspiracy stuff, and I, I'm not interested Why in that. Why would I not? I am interested in that. Because, Why wouldn't I think because, that? Because this is, a, this is a new management team. This guy but didn't need to come. But they're kicking the can further down the if road. If you believe For that Ben Charrington is part of some grand conspiracy, yes, they're kicking the can down the road. I, I don't. Believe, no, I don't believe he's part of some grand conspiracy. I believe he's working for exactly the same owner. I believe that, and you think the owner's going to make the draft pick? Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, you, oh right, because no owner ever has input on stuff like that. Well, no. Dan Rooney picked our, ben, Ro- ben, Ro- ben Roethlisberger. Art okay. Rooney has input. Mario Lemieux has input. I mean, come on. Who's being naive? Here's, here's what I have here. Uh, I would like to see this team work within whatever they consider to be a window that's somewhere in the 2023-25 range. To me, every at bat, Brian Hayes, Brian Reynolds take is part of your window because those guys aren't going to come along to Pittsburgh on an everyday basis. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So if you're waiting for high school shortstop to come along, you got a long, long wait ahead of you, and you're not addressing your greatest organizational weakness, which is starting pitching. Well, yeah. I mean, to me, it's obvious you take lighter or rocker. I normally will never, ever advocate in favor of positional anything when it comes to baseball. Kebrian Hayes is changing my mind on that. You can't just let Kebrian Hayes skate through six lousy years here. Well, sure you can. I mean, if you don't have, if you don't have the talent to – I mean, you don't just build your team for one guy. And don't get me wrong, the sooner the better as far as I'm concerned. But you can't be that concerned about him, especially when he'll be gone at the end of those six years. Oh, here we go again with 2027. You don't think he will be? What else in your life are you worried about that's going to happen in 2027? Uh, oh, you see, Why do people only know the Pirates I'm not, roster? I'm not, worried, of, thing I'm not worried, worried about, about this at all. I'm not worried about tonight. I mean, how they did today, let alone in 2027. Okay, so but why, it's a long three, why does everyone it's a long just, three hours. Why does everyone just reflexively bring up, oh, no, but he's going to be gone in six years. So what? Why do you have such faith in them? 
I don't have faith. What have they done to earn your faith? I don't have faith in them overall, and I don't have faith in the owner. What I have faith in is that the two guys that were brought in came here for a reason. They left really good jobs. They all and they come were here given, for a reason. They were given, now, Neil Huntington came because he was number five in the pecking order in Cleveland. He was begging for a GM's job and still couldn't believe he got it. This guy is not that. He's wearing a World Series ring. Yeah. That's uh, why. I got a feeling you're going to be extremely disappointed, much like I am when I watch hockey right now. It's rough, isn't it? Uh, if Montreal wins the Stanley Cup, why should anybody watch hockey ever again? All they do is slow down the game dramatically, and when they get ahead, the entertainment value of the game's over. Yeah, they front the puck. I mean, they do some forechecking. I don't want to bury the Canadians as if they're the 95 Devils. Uh, and they, they obviously have but a couple. But they're doing what the Devils do in a slightly more aggressive yeah, way. They, and they have a couple of legitimately exciting talents. I mean, Cole Caulfield is going to be a part of the, the you know the United States program for a long, long time. Yeah, but but games. I mean, He's is he ever going to gonna, is he ever going to perform like he should in the context of the way they play? If I were a kid like that on one island, if I were Matthew Barzal, no, I'd know. be screaming to escape Long Island. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, the, these aren't great games. The game last night certainly wasn't. But at the same time, I think a lot of that is due to just plain good solid play. What's been the biggest variable in the Montreal versus Vegas series so far has been that Vegas's power play has been a catastrophe against the Canadians. And PK. Vegas is weak down the middle. That's not too. because the Canadians Vegas has nothing right, right, right. at center. But the Canadians have the Canadians aren't doing anything wrong with their PK. In fact, their PK is actually no, really no, no, aggressive. No, 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 no. The Islanders okay. and Canadians aren't doing anything Look wrong. At all the but but the way the game is officiated and administered. Now but, but yeah, but <laughs> but I'm tired of complaining about that too. Believe me, I'm I'm close to not watching anything ever again except maybe Netflix. That's pretty much it, huh? Yeah, you watch Liverpool. Yeah, well, that's different. That's okay. the that's passion. like that's like religion. And, pl- and plus, that those guys play. Like, we go right at, like, the Penguins, too. That's my next question. Mm-hmm. The trend in hockey is to slow down the game, obviously. Yes. I suspect the Penguins are going to continue to try and buck that trend. Even Brian Burke, who is who has said in the past that, you know, referees shouldn't decide playoff games, mm-hmm. he was on this very show and he said he's not going to miss, and Hextall's not going to miss with the Penguins' DNA. I like that, but will it work? I think it will, because I think Tampa Bay's going to end up winning the Stanley Cup, and we're all going to forget who the other participants were. In this part of the tournament. I don't know. Now we think about you know? who came close, and now we think about who overachieved. Yeah. And now the lesser teams think about ways to do that. I, I guess, but I, I still see there's – I think the, the DNA of hockey overall changed so much post-lockout, and I don't think there's a hard New Jersey-type reversal to be had here. It's just too hard to defend in hockey. It just is. You think that this is a cliché, dumb question? I hate to even talk about it. Think there's hmm. any way they get Flurry back with the way he's being jerked around I, out I there? I hate bringing that up too, but I, I always think that there is. You well, know? they were real close to getting him before this yeah, season. I've, I've heard you report that. That's uh, that's um, you know, that's something that's uh, the word I the word that was used with me was mm-hmm. Vegas reneged. Yeah, reneged. Well, that means it came from above, but at the same time, meaning you know, meaning the ownership. Yes, uh, it did. M- yeah, Mr. Foley. Uh, what what you're going to have here, I, I think, is a situation where he needs to get out of there and he and Alan Walsh are going to get him out of there. And where else would he want to go? Now, not that he can go and dictate to Vegas, hey, I want to go to that team. Uh, but I think Vegas would try to look out for him, though, given all he's meant to that franchise. Can you imagine, though? My goodness. Well, if you brought him back, it would transform the team. People talk about the team oh, getting my. bigger and heavier. Oh. If they have Flurry, they're still playing. It, yeah, they actually are. They actually are. Oh, can you imagine the, the reaction? 
My my other idea my other idea was, and it's a good idea. Huh. If you want to get a little bigger, go old. You're building for the next three years anyway with yeah. the core three. Get like a Corey Perry. Corey Perry and or, or Eric, Eric Stahl. No, I'm serious. Yeah, it's worked for everybody else. Wayne, Wayne Simmons. Why are why are, wouldn't you accept the idea of of incorporating Radim Zahorna into this team? Now he's not he doesn't play big, but he is big. Jeff Carter doesn't necessarily play big, but he is big. And Jeff you, Carter's good. Radim Zahorna's not. Oh, give me a break. You saw are you just the like is he, Ser- is he Serbian? He's Serbian. Yes, he is. He's Serbian. Serb in the whole league. It's Who's Carolina's that? goalie, Alex Nedeljkovic. That's is it. he Serbian? Of course he is. Well, listen to that name. I don't know. He's practically wearing Chivapchichi on his helmet. For, what the hell is out. that? It's food. It's really good food. I got to wrap this up. All right. When you get ethnic, it just goes to hell. <laughs> That's Dejan Kovacevic. It's time to ask Mark anything. Ask Mark anything now. 412 333 WXDX.